0: Well, hello, I'm Amelia Myers.
1: I'm Jason Rosenwald. And And this this is Married Married to Hollywood, Hollywood,
0: where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly
1: about being married to each other
0: and the industry. Hello. Hello, love. How you doing? I'm
1: pretty, pretty good. I don't know if I'm that good, but like, I'm, I'm feeling... But how
0: are you feeling? Yeah, how are you doing?
1: Overall, a lot better. might be writing out some placebo effects from um, my anxiety medication that I'm on now. You know what? It's weird. It might
0: not be. It might yeah. be. It might not be. I, I don't know, will take like it. It seems
1: like a pretty low dose to be impacting <laughs> me, but I feel like, well, okay, how am I doing?
0: The last few days, you have been much more you. The you that I...
1: Fell in love I with. I know, and fell <laughs> in love with, yeah.
0: I know there's still certain things we're trying to work through and certain things can agitate, and we're still trying to figure out certain flows. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a whole, you seem much more at peace and... and
1: we have also been sleeping better, so I feel like that's a We have been sleeping it. better
0: the last couple of <laughs> nights, yeah.
1: How are you doing?
0: <laughs> so emotionally, I'm doing all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're on a bit of a roller coaster, but it's all right. I had my first session today with the individual therapist that I'll be working with, And then we have our next couples tomorrow night. And Jason's meeting with his individual therapist at some point. Later in the week or beginning. Uh, I asked for next
1: I asked for next week just because the rest of this week I need to focus on the
0: Because you're taking your
1: licensing exam. Real estate
0: exam on Friday. Yeah. Um, so pretty good. Physically, my body decided to go, Hi, you're stressed. This has been building for a long time, and I'm gonna choose now to strike. I got this horrible pain (laughs) in my lower back that moved into my Right hip, and it got so bad yesterday I couldn't even go up and down the stairs. It's this shooting pain. It's horrible. Not to tout my
1: medical expertise, but I diagnosed you.
0: You did. So I had gone (laughs) to a chiropractor last week when it was starting, and it sort of helped, but not really.
1: When they said that, when they said it moved into your hip, I was like, oh. Based on the lack of mobility that you're talking about, it's gotta be this.
0: Right. So today I went to a chiropractor who specializes with dancers Mm -hmm. and uh, the postpartum world. I didn't realize how into the postpartum world she is. Uh, And it turns out this, this thing in my hip has just been building for so long. My hips were completely uneven. I had floating ribs and a dislocated shoulder. For who knows how long the dislocated shoulder's yeah. been there.
1: Um, Probably longer than I've known you.
0: I, th- I think so. So she, she put that in and then things were cracking and moving and she asked if I had ever been adjusted in this way since giving birth. And I went, no. And she went, I think the the completely uneven hip and the floating ribs and this thing in the upper shoulder is all from birth and postpartum stuff. And I was like, no way.
1: We really don't take care. um, I'd say it's probably vast majority women or people who identify as women who end up delivering children. Yeah. Um, But we definitely don't take care of that. It's like the whole pregnancy.
0: Take care of the mom. Take care of the mom. You're born. Hey, here's the baby. Take care of the baby. Take care of the baby. (laughs) And I mean, I had wonderful postpartum care. Yeah. But, it's just But even then, you had
1: great postpartum care, but it, but it didn't. That
0: insurance constantly denied.
1: And it, but it didn't also didn't. It didn't also like direct you in this direction. No, I had
0: no idea. And my lower left back has been going off for a couple of years mm-hmm. here and there. And I just thought the right it was finally catching up from compensation, but it was more than that. Do you so, think
1: anything from the dance rehearsal we did last week specifically aggravated it, or was it just that just the The thing to tip it.
0: I think that tipped it because the pain in the low right back started the day before rehearsal. Mm,
1: So it had started the day before,
0: uh, but I think that may have kicked it into overdrive because then uh, dancing for two hours after not doing it for a long time, you know, but I'm okay. I'm all right. Um, The only sad part is I'm not allowed to bend or pick up Lila at all for the next five to seven days. And that is hard because yes. all she wants is mommy carry you and mommy this and mommy that and it's very hard as the hands-on mom to mm-hmm. be like hey babe can you lift her up into the chair hey babe can you do this diaper change hey babe can you pick her in and out of the tub because i can't and it's it's actually kind of hard not as far as a control thing but the asking for help and actually saying i need yeah. help on this
1: i would say it's it's the you asking for help yeah that's, i'm but,
0: so used to doing it but what it. i
1: like about this particularly for where we're at kind of like a Parallel to what we're going through as far as like our therapy, yeah, is it's forcing us to communicate a lot more audibly, more audibly, not by just eyes and uh, not by repetition, yeah, but also it's allowing you to recognize it's okay to ask for help, yeah, and you asking help is part of you healing. So it's like this thing to me that I was like,
0: <laughs> oh, wow,
1: that's kind of like very meta,
0: Jason thought of an analogy so we had a kind of a a heavier talk some of the talks that we've been having the last week have been lighter and we've just been saying Mm -hmm. I don't appreciate it or or like it when you say this or this way and we're saying it to each other and really trying to figure things out and then there are a few conversations that have become emotional a little heavier and you gave the most incredible analogy about me that I just I had never thought about it this way and you're so right. Do you want to so, give a little backstory so and then of you, do it?
1: Those of you that grew up with Amelia Myers or have known the history of the Car Book, um, this is going to make more <laughs> acute sense to you. The Car Book. Um, but Amelia's family keeps very diligent notes on their cars. Everything, anything that ever happens to that car is documented in the book Everything. from the day they get the car. From, they write. Every it time
0: in. you fill up with gas, every time you do a car wash, rotate put tires, tires, put air in anything. the tires, you do. Anything Obviously, you document the big the things. The car can't tell you what's wrong. But like the car the book, book can.
1: And it got me a free new battery.
0: It got me an extended lifetime warranty yeah, and a battery. I mean, it's, it's
1: worked out. It's worked out.
0: But it can be odd when you are married into it and then you go, I'm sorry, what is this?
1: Okay, well, uh, but I've adopted it quite well. You
0: have very well.
1: So, oop, oh, that was me bumping my elbow. <laughs> oh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> um, so... One of the things that I've noticed about Amelia is she gives and gives and gives and gives. It's one of the things that, like, me loves about her because I take and take and take and take and it feeds me. <laughs> it's delightful. But the problem with that is, is that Amelia never really adjusts to the fact that she's running on empty. So, much like in her car book, when her car is running close to about a quarter tank of gas, she'll fill up or have me fill up her.
0: I'm a car. nut about it since I got my license. I do not let my car get below a quarter tank. Yes. You just, you never know if it's only going to drop down or if you're going to get stuck. The second it hits a quarter tank.
1: She's looking for a gas station. I fill up. Yes. And so I've realized that with everything that's going on recently, um, I had been running on empty for a long time and not realizing it. Uh, This metaphor is going to continue for a while. Bear with us. (laughs) Um, Amelia doesn't just run on empty. Amelia puts a drop of gas back into her tank and then goes back to running full bore back into life, giving everything she can to everyone, giving of herself, giving... There's nothing Amelia does partially. Everything she does, she does 100%, and it's so admirable. The problem is, Amelia doesn't take the time to fill her tank up. So if if she was a car, if she had a car book there would be three to four month gaps between her putting in like the minimum amount of gas for the engine to turn on or the, the, the pistons <laughs> to fire. And she functions remarkably well at such low, like at such low self investment. And we've realized that that's problematic because as a result of not filling her tank, she doesn't know what really fills her tank. And she can't communicate effectively often how I as her partner can help fill her tank or how she as my partner yeah. needs the space to fill her own tank. And so it's, and as a result of me finding this very like cogent metaphor analogy for her. It was
0: like light bulbs went off. It I was like, like
1: oh. <laughs> we just did that at the same mm. time. Yeah. So now we kind of have, uh, maybe maybe we've developed some out of a shorthand. For like, yeah, for at least this one little aspect of our lives, Mm -hmm. and I think what's great about this is that this also allows us to prioritize things a little bit differently. At least when I yeah say things, hear things come out of my mouth. Um, The other day, it was like the Ravens football game was coming on, and we were trying to figure out how we're going to put this audition on tape. And I had asked,
0: as soon as we get Lila down from nap, can we go do it so that it's done? I don't want to hit it too close to the deadline.
1: And I was like, and I got really annoyed, and I pretty, well, for me, pretty quickly turned turned face, and was like, I'm so sorry.
0: You did. You were like, the game is on, it's, uh, and I was like, oh okay. okay.
1: And you immediately shrank, and I, I was, did. And that was one of the things we talked about in our therapy: was that you need to find your voice, and I in the and, moment, and you need to not um, make yourself smaller, not shrink in moments. And I realized, like, I was making my wife shrink, and I was like, oh okay, in this moment, is good. Be motivated by the guild. <laughs> Tell her, no, it's fine. Like, we'll make it work. And yeah, I still ended up watching most of the game and we realized because of the time change for your di- your delivery deadline, it would all be fine.
0: It would all be fine and it was okay. But yeah, that initial... And you ended up
1: having a pretty good audition.
0: Thank you. Thank you for getting me there. I yeah. was I we had one of those you moments. You got yourself there. Well, thank you. But thank you for being there with me while it yeah. happened. Um, it just, it took a few tries and I was getting annoyed with myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. And I was just as he was saying, running on empty in these last few weeks have been so heavy in mm-hmm. my heart and my mind and my soul, wanting to be there for you and watching what was going on and being an active participant and at the same time being on the sidelines. Yeah, it's weird. It was just a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, my brain couldn't wrap around the lines. I couldn't stay in character. I was like, what is happening? And then eventually I got there and it was great.
1: Yeah, it I, I think I think what we've learned in the last few weeks is we did a lot of great work at the beginning of our relationship for where we were. Yeah. And we didn't continue to do that level of maintenance as, we're
0: as we were going. going and growing and people grow and So to ex- extend this metaphor go,
1: even further. Oh,
0: go right ahead.
1: We were getting routine maintenance back then. Oh, look at you. Yeah, dude, this is this is a <laughs> long-term car metaphor. Pardon me. Um, I kind
0: of love it though.
1: We were getting standard maintenance but we were doing it regularly we were making sure the oil was getting changed super regularly tires inflated rotated regularly all that stuff for our emotional well-being and health because we had a crash super early on in our relationship we did and we wanted to avoid those roadblocks again so we then just kind of autopiloted through a lot of things and we didn't we just put gas in the tank and when we remembered to we checked the oil right and that's not how you maintain a healthy relationship. It's not how you maintain
0: a healthy yourself. relationship for yourself or with your partner because people grow and evolve. Relationships it's also not how you take care of a car, <laughs> It's also not how you take care of a car, no. Um, but when we were out picking up uh, his medicine the other day and we... Oh, I, had a, I
1: almost had a panic attack picking up at medicine too. At the CVS,
0: too. yeah. I, it, was, did I handle that all right with you? Was I there for you the way you needed in the CVS?
1: I, well, by the time we got to the car, yeah, you know... Um, I don't, I don't really recall any black, like at any moments of space that I don't recall. Okay. It's like, uh, yeah, everything seems pretty lucid and the memory of it all seems pretty good. Good. And I don't recall getting super angry with you. I just remember freaking out in the moment because I'm not, I've never had um, a long-term prescription, anything more than like 10 to 14 days. Right. And that's only been for an antibiotic. So like this moment, it feels like, man, I'm feeling like a really sick person. Wow.
0: And that can really mess with your head. I I talked to him and and mentioned how when I used to be on Remicade, years and years ago, you had to do the infusion in the hospital with the cancer patients who were getting chemo. And you're looking around going, am I as sick as these guys? Are they as sick as me? I was like, what is happening? And then it got harder and harder because you'd go every six weeks and you start making friends with these people. And then one by one, they weren't there, and it can really be. Uh, it can mess with your head.
1: And my perspective, and on you're that so healthy. Is that like I don't have that circumstance? Thankfully, um, what I'm what I'm dealing with is somewhat emergent, but it's not. Um, thankfully, it's not a disease that is killing me. Right. It is something that can be addressed. It's a chemical imbalance it's a in my chemical brain, imbalance. and it's serious. And it's getting addressed and we're taking care of it. Um, And I totally understand people if you have a mental illness or you have mental health problems, either you're concerned about feeling crazy or feeling sick. I totally, I'm there with you. I'm there with you right now. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you, the bravest thing you can do is go and get help. And the scariest thing you can do is actually listen to that help Mm -hmm. because you've gotten used to putting yourself Uh, And living in this place, your body has gotten used to and your heart, your soul, your brain has gotten used to the unhealthy life in which you're living. The most important thing you can do, get help and actually follow the prescriptions. Follow what's advised to you. Do research so you're comfortable. I did a lot of research on different homeopathic um, remedies. I still may try to do them in addition to. Absolutely. But uh, what's nice about having a regular prescription is that it's actually something that can be uh, tweaked.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Trying Mm -hmm. to
1: adjust how many milligrams you get of X, Y, and Z from whether it be THC, CBD, valerian root, kava extract, all these things, totally advisable. And if it works for you, great. Then you don't need pharmaceuticals, even better. But it's harder to manage those for a doctor. And since there's not enough clinical, uh, really valued clinical research and all that stuff, I understand pharmaceutical companies pay for the clinical research. So there's a (laughs) lot of, like, you know, like conflicts of interest in that. But it's better, I think, to, um, it's better for the relationship between you and your psychiatrist, between you and your doctors, because they actually can measure what you're getting. Yeah. And know, like, oh, okay, cool. They're taking the prescription seriously. Like, they just, it, it, it makes you seem like a more, um, willing participant in your health and i think that's an important thing but but there are challenges for everyone in all these things and my story and your story whoever i'm speaking to in this moment will differ greatly most important thing is that is if you need help reach out our suicide prevention hotline Mm -hmm. um reach out to those that you love uh reach out to me uh reach out to amelia we're here um we are and uh or, or also watch schitt's creek (laughs) on <laughs> Before the we shift to, to
0: Schitt's Creek, I just want to say, I know, I, th- I think I said it last week, but with everything that's been going on, I've been really proud of you. Like you were just saying, reach out for help, do it, follow it, work on yourself, work with each other. And I'm just, I'm in awe and really proud of you as to how open you were to going, yes, let's get into couples therapy. Yes. Let me talk to a psychiatrist. Yes. Let me do this for me and for you and for us. And
1: I'm not letting my little girl just, grow up without a father. Even yeah. if I, even if I happen to be home yeah. and living with you guys, I'm not letting myself go away. I, I knew I was, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm forgiving myself for being annoyed at myself. Like, cause I'm yeah. so angry at myself right now and I'm trying yeah. to actively let that go because it's just like, it serves nothing. I'm just so, I'm just grateful because today, today's not, tomorrow's not promised and, Today was not promised. Yeah. No. Today was a blessing. Today was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful but, yeah. day, and
0: I love you. Oh, you too. We can totally
1: talk about shits freaking. I a mean, if bit. you want to, <laughs> um, we're we're actually thinking about um, we're gonna try this out next week. Yeah, we are going to um, kind of roll out a new segment version of the show um, that we will try to introduce maybe once every other week, or we might do it in a more frequent model. Um, but we saw a trailer. For <laughs> a rom-com, romantic yeah, it's, it's movie. A, it's
0: a rom-com. It looks like a rom-com.
1: On Netflix. And it was on Netflix or HBO Max?
0: I think this one was on Netflix. Oh, no, no. Might have been HBO this Max. This might have been HBO
1: Max. Either way. Um, we're going to start as a married couple reviewing romantic romantic movies.
0: romantic comedies um, romantic movies
1: so if there are any romantic comedies you'd like to hear our take on as a couple we will watch it
0: i mean they can be good they can be horrible this trailer we saw we were like oh my gosh and jason had the idea of we need to review bad romantic movies and i was like let's just do romantic movies yeah general, as a
1: whole um, uh, classics current hits um, fan favorites, cult favorites, whatever you think. Whatever you think, yeah. shoot
0: us ideas. We're kind of compiling a list too. Yes. But we just thought it'd be something so fun to do, almost like a date night at home. We get to watch a movie together, but then we can really critique it.
1: I'm, I'm really anxious about a few of the things. Like if we go after like movies well, we love. Well, you're also a
0: very harsh, harsh critic.
1: I um That you is. You kind
0: of rip movies th- to shreds. That
1: is, <laughs> like Anthony Gelardi says. No, um, he, he he says, <laughs> is it, uh, you're not a bystander anymore. You right. can't, you, it's so hard for me to go into a movie and just be a movie goer and just watch.
0: And when we're out on date nights and, and when we went to the movie theater, who knows when that's going to be again? Uh,
1: soon, they just started opening up in Baltimore. It's coming back. Are you serious? Yeah, and um, they're lifting. But
0: Wonder Woman's going straight to.
1: Because they're trying to guarantee their box office. They're trying to guarantee their returns. It's going to be premiere access, but yeah. They're just trying to guarantee money.
0: Whoa. Interesting. Um, but it was very hard for Jason to just let go and be in the moment. I'd be like, let the movie magic wash over you. Just get lost in the world of the movie. They have to
1: earn that. And me. he
0: couldn't do it. He like stopped being able to do it. So I think this is going to be so fun to review these romantic movies together on Married to Hollywood with us as a married couple and then us as actors and producers and yes. seeing it from both sides. I think, so it'll be a fun watch, new I think we might have
1: to watch the movies more than once.
0: We might. I we think we're going to need to do like the initial critique, though, and then maybe dig back in. Like, We want that initial response. Oh,
1: yeah. No, I, I think that's valid. But it's going to be really funny to be watching a movie and taking notes because that's what I'm going to do. You're
0: going to like be writing the notes while it's happening?
1: 100%. <laughs> Come on. You know me. That's true. 100%. But
0: this will be fun. So I think we're going to try it um, yeah. next week. And it may just go in rotation with this. It might be a separate thing we put out on a different day. We're not entirely yeah. sure yet, um, but it's coming. But, but, so but
1: keep an ear out? Keep an that's, ear I, out and an eye, eye, but eye keep out. It,
0: keep, keep, well, don't, yeah. Look out for it. Look out <laughs> 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 for uh, movies you may want reviewed by yeah, us let, in let the us romantic genre. Yeah, let us know. Genre. Um,
1: I'm, I'm typically unfair and Amelia is typically more than generous.
0: Usually, so this will be a very interesting <laughs> thing. I, um But Shit's Creek, we have been enjoying the final oh, season so much. Netflix, thank you for dropping it a week early. We needed um, it. We really needed it. We have two episodes it has left. Been, we might finish it tonight. I think we're going to finish it tonight
1: uh, after, after the, the vice VP president. <laughs> oh, <you can> <laughs> we're going
0: to need it after oh. that. But they're just... The show, for those who haven't watched it, you should... Uh, it can be a b- slow start. You have to acquiesce. You really need to <laughs> give in to the world and these characters and the writing. And then it just takes you on this insane wonderful ride. And, it, and incredibly human. So human. And, and even od- though it's over the top. And oddly
1: relatable. And so every relatable. Way. Yeah.
0: Um, the writing is amazing. The acting is amazing. You know, with the Emmys, you all know they swept in the comedy yeah, category. They killed it. And now that we're watching the final season one yes, they deserved it from the past seasons but on this season alone
1: they're doing such a good job of putting bows single on every one of story them, line. The
0: arcs that the characters are having the yeah. actors are having these fantastic moments the, you just said they're putting bows perfect on everything and it's, and
1: each episode it's um, wonderful I think all the episodes had moments in the past where they would touch on serious subjects. And immediately layer it with comedy. I feel like this season they're letting stuff land. They're letting it land. Letting it sit, giving it air. And Annie Murphy. Annie Murphy is
0: killing it this season. I've loved her the whole time. I mean she's been so great.
1: She is Alexis. She
0: is a little bit Alexis. She's not a little bit Alexis. She's 1000 percent Alexis Rose. But in this season, she has brought it. And I think it's you can see when an actor and a character merge. And yes, it happened for her at the very beginning, but when it ebbs and flows where you can't see the end of the character and mm-hmm. start of the actor and vice versa, she she is and, blowing me away the, this that season. The,
1: that the writing team, um, I mean, David Levy, David? Daniel Levy. Daniel. David, character's name's David. Character's name's um, David. The fact that they wrote to those strengths that she had and just let her, let her. work, to me as an actor... Um, talk all, about a gift. Talk, and, and, talk oh. about, and talk about... As an actor, controlling it, yeah. because her had she not had she not done the work, one she wouldn't have gotten the role. True. The show show wouldn't have gotten gone as long, but they wouldn't have built things into her character over the course of the seasons that allowed these payoffs to happen. To
0: happen, there's just
1: because this character could be easily all of them could be caricatures, but they're such but real, they're real vulnerable people,
0: even though they are caricatures. They're so we real all know those underneath,
1: people. and I think I might be David.
0: <laughs> that was today. He looked at me, and goes, "Oh my God,
1: am I David? <laughs> am I David?" <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I said and a, I was, you know, was like, you know, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a
0: little bit.
1: Does that make you Patrick? Am I a little bit? Am I a little
0: more? Am a little, I a little Patrick? You're a little. You're a little. definitely
1: a little more Patrick than you're Alexis. i definitely no.
0: Yes, I'm also a little bit. Um, Twyla. <laughs> oh, jo- I hadn't thought about that. Am I Twyla? I guess I could be a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're just having so much fun yes. with it. And I'm going to be I'm gonna be sad to see this one end. There have been a few shows. Most shows, they run their course. You're like, oh, that was great. And it's satisfying. And you go, goodbye. Thank mm-hmm. you for your time. And thank you for your... The
1: Office is imminently rewatchable for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think yeah. shits Creek will be imminently rewatchable for I'm me. I'm going to be
0: sad to see this one go. Like There's Friends, you can always watch.
1: Uh, friends have to be in a mood. You need
0: to be in a mood. Yeah. I can always watch. Um, but this one... This one, I'm going to be sad tonight when we finish yeah. it. Um, I've also been watching just a random little thing when I get out of the shower at night as I'm doing my my nighttime routine. I've started watching Emily in Paris.
1: How is that? I'm not <laughs> loving Paws. it
0: as much as I wanted to, but the more it's going, the more I'm like, oh, I have to see the next episode now. Mm. They're doing a great job. It's fun. It's silly. Um, it's very romantic as far as the city of Paris and the allure and what this girl is going through. Uh, there have been a lot of people comparing it to sex in the city. It's not that. It's not that. But there's a little bit of Devil Wears Prada, specifically when they're in Paris, mixed with when Carrie is in Paris. So I see why they're saying that.
1: There's so much. I um, I love Paris. I had an oh, amazing time there. Too. That That I very long week we were there. That was the
0: greatest fight. We smashed like a month of stuff into Into five five days. days. Um, That was impressive.
1: I had such a good time when we were there. I'm very, like, I'm confused when or how the American obsession with Paris Paris began. began. Because as a city goes.
0: A long time ago.
1: Paris is just another European city. Like, I don't what think it's the
0: city of love and lights and the, I mean, but it's not, but it is, it's, but
1: to, <laughs> to me, of all the cities I've been to in the world, Paris is no more or less special than London or New York. To me, huh. I can not that I could take them or leave them, but of the cities, the cities that I love, like am in love with mm-hmm. Paris isn't one of them. I Paris, get it. Like I get it. Paris
0: has a romance about it and a beauty about it and a history about it where it just overtakes your entire mind, body, and soul when you're there, and it's incredible. However, I don't know if I could live in Paris. When I've visited Rome, I've been to Rome three times now. I could live in Rome. I could not I live loved in Rome. Rome. I loved Rome. Do not like Rome. Um <laughs> I also love Florence. We both love Florence. Love Florence and seeing Tuscany and just kind of around there. Siena
1: was uh, on on that trip. Siena was my favorite. City, that town.
0: surprised us. It was this beautiful yeah. little smaller. I love
1: Venice. Um, Venice, uh, my, one of my favorite cities in the uh, two of like my <laughs>
0: everything Italy. We loved Italy. We're Italy people.
1: Well, no, no, I was actually saying <laughs> two of my top five favorite cities in the world um, are Tel Aviv and Jerusalem.
0: Ah, Those yeah. experiences
1: for me, there, the formative growth. I
0: need to go back there with you and experience it with you. I've been twice yeah. and I have loved it. I loved it. I don't think I connected to it the way you did.
1: Yeah, well, we come from slightly different religious backgrounds. So I have. That's true. Well,
0: Even though we're both Jewish. Well,
1: I, I just have a much, I think, deeper, religiously motivated emotional conviction Yeah, about the land of the people in those cities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think Seattle. I like Seattle a lot more than Paris. Really? Yeah. I've
0: only spent a little time in Seattle, so I can't.
1: And I didn't exactly have the best experiences in Seattle. No, you didn't. But I actually like Seattle. But you really like I Seattle. I love Seattle. San Francisco, Chicago. I did and It love might, it might be that I'm just like one of those weird Americans that's like super American. But my favorite city in the country is Washington, D.C.,
0: yeah, no, I do love DC Despite
1: hating LA, I love LA
0: Oh, me too I'm, Miami <laughs>
1: Miami is one of the weirdest cities in the world I haven't and spent I think much it's time amazing. in Miami
0: So I can't really but, uh, uh, give on, an opinion
1: I'd say on as far as European travel goes I think Istanbul is probably my favorite that European capital That was also a shock on our honeymoon oh, I guess when, not when we capital had the, um, the overnight in Istanbul
0: I was blown away yeah. at, as to how much I loved it but Paris there's just there's something so romantic and you can fantasize about your life in a different way in Paris that you just yeah. don't in the rest of I can see that. yeah um, And this show does a really cute job of covering that and it also has some grounded moments where you're kind of like oh it went there How's okay the acting? pretty good. The French cast are. Phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, Lily Collins, I've always liked she's her. Cute. She's adorable. She's <laughs> cute. She's doing a great job as Emily. The supporting cast around her is what helps make the is show. holding her up. But the, yeah, the, the comedy of especially the French staff of the marketing firm she's working with when she's mm-hmm. over there, they are all so fantastic.
1: It's so, okay.
0: It's fun. It's, it's one that I don't think you, it's not your cup of tea. So it's it's not the kind of thing where I'm like, sorry, I'm watching this one without you. But it's a fun little thing at the end of the day when I'm getting ready for bed and I put it on and it's really fun. I have, I have think three episodes left.
1: In my head, I was like, oh, it's like if I tried to make you watch Dragon Ball.
0: Yeah, which I've done a few times with you and I can appreciate it. And I love seeing how much you love it.
1: <laughs> Just <laughs> weird to me that in my head I was like oh that's a really appropriate analogy. That
0: is a very appropriate analogy. I really want to see I want to do Euphoria next. I'm like I I'm down I'm, to watch Euphoria. Okay, so we'll do that one together.
1: It's going to be hard to watch me. I'm down to watch it.
0: Okay. Cuz I'm like ready to ready to do it. Oh. And we've been really really enjoying and I know we mentioned it last time Love too. Country? Lovecraft Country. Yeah. I'm really really enjoying it. We have it. an episode
1: to catch up on we that one too. We
0: do. The first few episodes I was sort of like, "What?" and then it really grabbed me. You would grab from the very beginning.
1: Yeah, I just love H.P. Lovecraft. I think it's like the weirdest niche but super influential um, horror writing.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And, and oh, like just the visuals that H.P. Lovecraft and the, the group, the, uh, is it the cult of Cthulhu, like that explosion of creative, dark, demonic, cool, otherworldly yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's just like, oh, man, this is fun. Because to me, it's um, it's very like video game lore. Mm-hmm. It's to me, it feels like fan fiction for religion. Yeah, it's kind of. It's kind of like oh, what, I can see that. It's kind of like what Tolkien did in his world, but on a horror focused.
0: We do need to rewatch all of the.
1: You Lord need to the rewatch Rings. them. I don't need to, but I will enjoy it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we were saying we need to watch all the Lord of the Rings. Yes, Just we need to see if we can together. find the director's back
1: back. cuts, though, so we can spend sixteen aren't those, hours. I was
0: going to say, aren't those hours longer?
1: Uh, I think each one is about fifty to seventy-five percent longer.
0: I don't. I don't understand what else could be added to the original.
1: Longer cuts of the battles. Um, longer. That makes walking, the movie half scenes. as
0: long. Or.
1: Longer.
0: 50% longer? Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, you have to remember, wow. these books were tomes.
0: That's true. That's <laughs> true. Those books are massive. Yeah.
1: And yeah. The, in Tolkien, news, um, he's not sparse with the details.
0: No, that's true. It truly paints the pictures with his words.
1: <laughs> I used to. Have you ever... I don't know if I've gone over this on this pod before, but have you ever re- read The Cimmerillion or heard of it? No. So The Cimmerillion is the equivalent to um, Genesis. So oh. So Tolkien wrote... Tolkien wrote um, <laughs> so many books, prolific. He, but he basically wrote the Bible in the Silmarillion. It explains how you get to I forget which age it ends. at, but it ends in the age before <laughs> the age of um, like Middle Earth. Wow! So you're talking about it's talking about, but the, this book and it's like a third of the size of The Hobbit, and it Whoa. condenses the entirety of all lore of that world huh. to it's, it's like it's very dense it's i used to listen to it on audiobook to go to sleep for a year
0: huh. Huh. that's cool um i just wanted to do a little shout out to yeah. our french shabbat crew this last yeah, friday we hit four years we hit four years of doing french shabbat and that's just it it struck a chord in both of us of four years and yeah. what life was four years ago Versus now, that was pre-Parenthood.
1: Yeah, and all the people that have come and gone out of the group over the years, And too, who is still in the core yeah. group.
0: And so we, you know, since th- the pandemic, we've been doing Zoom versions of French Shabbat. And this time, Emma, who was hosting, had the great idea to dress up and actually celebrate the anniversary. And so we all got all gussied up and put on pretty dresses and makeup and suits. And we really...
1: We did it right. We really
0: did it right and celebrated. And it just went, wow, four years.
1: And baby Avery made a cameo. And I was going to say,
0: and we met online little baby Avery, Avery Winter Garth Modine.
1: Who is the son of two married Hollywood alums. Which I was going Sarah Sarah to Garth and segue
0: in. We have some baby shout to do. So Sarah, Garth, and Bowman Modine, welcome to sweet little Avery. And we're just so happy for you guys. So incredibly happy. And Eesh. our cousins, uh, Dan and Marina welcomed their second child. Laszlo this Newton. Laszlo Newton Gould. So now they have sweet little Gwendolyn. What's Gwendolyn's middle now, name? Do we know? I forgot.
1: Okay. Well, I don't. So I, I actually
0: like, forgot. I was trying to remember the other day. I went, oh no, I don't remember. Um, it was funny. My man and I went Gwendolyn Christie. I was like, that's not her middle name at all. That's <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the actress from Game of Thrones. Um, but it's, it's pretty magical that even in this turmoil and this uncertainty of the world, mm-hmm. politically and even, I mean... And
1: Seth and Bridget are pregnant. And so they're pregnant. Uh,
0: uh, I saw several uh, pregnancy announcements today. And I saw a couple other birth announcements. Love my, in my the my time friend, of COVID. My friend Liza gave birth to her baby boy today. Um, I don't know his name yet. TBD. TBD, but sweet little baby boy. And it's just beautiful to see that in this time of uncertainty politically and the world on fire and falling apart and all these crazy things that life finds a way and keeps going
1: like they said and it's, life finds a way life
0: finds a way and it's just beautiful to see the next generation and we just have to mold their minds and let them change the world yeah. and it's that's part of that thing you and i've talked about of do we do number two right now we can't do number two right now what kind of world are we bringing them into but at the same time
1: let's get your hip fixed first it,
0: well get my hip fixed keep working on us
1: yeah, and you we'll know, get there.
0: but just that thing of our children are going to be the ones who change change the world,
1: yeah. hopefully, and, um, and you know, hopefully we won't break it too much until they get there. Hopefully not. Let's not put too much responsibility on them.
0: <laughs> on that note, we have to go watch the vice president debate. Yay! Oh boy, fun times. Do you, do you feel optimistic or? Pessimistic going into I think it. after
1: the first presidential debate, <laughs> the revelation that Trump and a bunch of the people around him have COVID. We
0: didn't even touch upon that.
1: Um, I would say I'm pessimistic for the country and the world. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping yeah. that democracy in our nation doesn't die inside doesn't of the next totally 30 die? days.
0: Yeah. It's it's going to be Less a, than a, a, month a scary ago. time. Make sure you are registered to vote. Some, some cities the, and the deadlines and are states coming and going. Have already gone. Yeah. So. Make sure you check and do it yep. And do your duty And vote And let your voice be heard Amen We're gonna go downstairs now Yay I love you Love you too Thank you all for tuning in Like you say, babe I'm Amelia Myers I'm Jason
1: Rosow and, and this has, has been, been Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood Talk to you later Love you Bye, Bye. Um, Register to vote yes. Vote Wear a mask yes. Stay home Stay yes. safe Love is love, love Black is love. lives matter And mental health is important yes. Love you Love you Bye, Bye.